Sarah liked yeah. the cherry bomb episode a lot. Yeah. Fugitive was the fugitive was my number two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was a good one too. Yeah. It, it, it's a good one. And it starts the store, the only real like character arc of the entire show, which is Sean's. Yeah. Oh my God. Wait. So <laughs> wait, this is so funny. Jess, they think that the whole, okay. Are we re- like, I want this to be on the podcast. Cause I think this is just sure. so funny. They think that it should the whole show should have been surrounded around Sean like it's Sean's show like it should have the boy in Boy Meets World should have been it just should have been Sean the whole time interesting we we kind of just because he's the only one with an actual character arc he's and he's he's way more interesting than Corey like when you think about it that way he's more of an interesting character and not only that he's more unique of a character than Corey is Corey has an easy life like let's be honest he does not have a level of disrespect people (laughs) are so rude to poor Corey it should be Girl Meets World and it's Topanga's story that's the real tea I mean (laughs) no we're not we're not Discount. I don't hate that idea. When this boy meets world, boy meets world. Down this road that we call life. It's what we're doing. It's good to know why friends that can always stand by me. When this boy meets world. Agriculture, unless someone real decides to sponsor us. This is Boy Meets World Fever. I'm one of your hosts, Chance. And I'm your other host, Cameron. You know, he was the Secretary of Agriculture. Yeah, he did so, get a phone call. Uh, <laughs> we have uh, got, got kind of an interesting one today. We're not covering an episode of Boy Meets World, even though these characters were in an episode of Boy mm-hmm. Meets World. We did originally. We've entitled our podcast episode about the episode where they're both in it after this movie that we're about to talk about yeah it's true which is going to make naming this episode it's going to be tough <laughs> kind of weird um but yeah so uh we're going to cover uh my date with the president's daughter today the wonderful 1996 movie uh starring will Friedle and whatever the actress who plays missy robbins name is i'm just blanking on it right yeah now. i am too i know i looked it up um <laughs> but we can't do it alone if you read the title we need some wonderful guests who love 90s nostalgia. So Cameron, why don't you intro our guests? All right. So with us today are the hosts of Shit 90 Shows Taught Me. So we have Jess Sterling and Sarah Ferguson. And here we go. Because it's Jess and Sarah. Jess and Sarah on this bonus episode of Boy Meets World Fever. It's what they're doing. It's good to know I got friends who will always podcast with me because it's Jess and Sarah. <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> you know what? We don't have an official intro yet. So if we can actually get a snippet of that. Or... <laughs> <laughs> we just got serenaded on a podcast. <laughs> that was beautiful. Thank you. Happy to be here. Thanks. Glad, glad to have you. <laughs> I, I still get a kick every time he sings the intro and he's done it like a couple dozen times mm-hmm. now. I love that. That was so great. True talent. Uh, I liked the bonus episode yeah. line that she put in there. Thought about good. it. It works. So I just thought I'd go for it. Well, hello, Jess and Sarah. How are Hi. you guys today? Doing well, doing well. We're happy to be here. Thank you for having us. I, we are excited to have you. We were just we were talking a little bit before the show. We're like, man, their graphic design is like what we aspire to instead of our <laughs> hand-drawn like picture mm-hmm. um on some notebook paper yeah on some notebook paper no it's, no, it's 
it's good. I it's like, like it a lot. It's like straight up '90s nostalgia, yeah. though. Like Absolutely. it does give you that vibe. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. No, we love we love it, and and thank you for the the sweet words about the graphics. Yeah, that's all, Sarah. I don't want anybody thinking that I should get any credit in any of that because I did nothing. <laughs> It, it, it's very Saved by the Bell. Was I kind of what you were going for? Um, I think the squiggles just are so 90s in general um, that I had to get some squigs in there. Mm-hmm. And like then- Like a 90s Taco Bell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also reminds me of those like white cups with the blue and purple uh-huh. on them. Oh, yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and now- I don't know. I, it just turned out to be what it is. And I, I we like it. We enjoy it. Yeah, we love it. That's uh, fun. Yeah, and you guys cover not only Boy Meets World and other 90s nostalgia, but one of my pivotal shows growing up, Dawson's Creek, <gasps> you just started. Yes. You're, you're a Dawson's Creek fan? Oh my gosh. That's I am, so though it has been 15 years or more since I've seen an episode. So yeah. I, need, I need a refresher. For some things that hold up and some things that don't, Um, we're still early in the series right now. We're just... We're just about to cover what episode seven, I think, yeah, um, of season one. And some things hold up and some things don't, but it's still like such 90s vibes. It's so good. Yeah. I, yeah, it was one of my like early teenager shows. Have a confession. Mm-hmm. Never seen Dawson's Creek. I know. <laughs> good for you all. <laughs> I, I hadn't either. This is actually my first watch. So Jess has seen it at least a few times. Mm-hmm. And I'm just dealing with my first watch and I'm having a ball. It's, you know, um, we are still, we're, like, we just finished the first season of Boy Meets World. So there's not like much like high drama, but but Dawson's Creek brings the drama and yeah. we love the dramatics of it all. Mm-hmm. Dawson's Creek was probably the first like dramatic show of that type that I ever watched. And I would go on to watch Gilmore Girls and yes. Smallville and all that that would like come out of it. But Dawson's Creek is where I like started in that style of. Was it a WB show? I don't remember the answer to that, but it should have been. I think it was. It, if it's not, it certainly feels like one. Yeah. yeah. Having never seen it, it feels like. It yes, it was on the WB. I just okay, looked yeah. it up. Yes, Having it, seen the whole thing, it still feels. It's like a contemporary to like Seventh Heaven. Yes. Yeah. Seventh yeah. Heaven. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It very much feels like that with the, it, this like drama every five seconds. And it's like for such a small town, these kids have so much going on in their lives. Yeah. So I, much. Right after Dawson's Creek, I would start that. Oh, what's it called? Ever, ever, Evermore. Oh, Evermore. ever, Everwood. 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 Yes. Loved Everwood. Yes. I would start Everwood soon after that. So the Dawson's Creek and Everwood will always be linked in my mind, even though I don't remember a ton about either. Mm-hmm. What a letdown. I thought we were about to go into the Taylor Swift ranking um, album <laughs> podcast of Evermore. What a disappointment. Next time we can do it. I don't know that we're with the right Evermore. guests for that. No, like, actually, hold on. I did want to ask. Yeah, I did want to ask you guys how your country covers podcast was going. <laughs> Well, we haven't hit a hundred likes yet, so we haven't oh. started it. <laughs> oh but no! We're just yeah, we're just oh, we're biting no. our time. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not much of a singer. Jess has a better singing voice than I, so she could probably contribute better with that one. Only problem is I don't listen to country music, so I don't know how that's gonna go. We don't either. <laughs> <laughs> we, randomly we brought up a line about an alan jackson song and then for the mm-hmm. next 20 minutes of the podcast we, we just 
went for it. We just went for it. <laughs> it was that was actually very enjoyable as well. I was like, oh, I was like, we're getting like the voice in a podcast right now. Gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Well, thank it was mostly you. absorbed by osmosis, yeah. just from being around it. Yeah, I grew up growing up. All my parents listened to was country, so I've got. I imagine in Oklahoma that is pretty common, right? I think there's be a lot of country music around there. Yeah, oh, big time. Yeah, I grew up in mostly Montana, but it's kind of same thing. Ooh, <laughs> beautiful. Mont- I heard Montana is very beautiful. Have Not where I lived. Oh, okay. <laughs> You lived in the ugly part. Yeah, if you go to the oh. eastern side, it's just flat grasslands mm. uh, covered in three feet of snow nine months out of the year. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> so lots of snow. Oh, wow. I, I don't think I can deal with it. We're getting a lot of snow in Jersey and it's like a meltdown every day because mm-hmm. it's not melting down, truthfully. <laughs> meltdown because yeah. it's not melting down. Yeah, I used to live in Boston. I feel like every winter that would be the case. It's just yeah. like, like lasagna. Like dirty, nasty lasagna. Yes. Honestly, it's better than like it's melting constantly and then just being caked in mud and slush forever. I'd rather have like at least a coating to cover the mud. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But yeah. We definitely had that in Montana, but there was also Mm -hmm. like always like three feet of snow underneath it. It was lovely. (laughs) Yeah. It was a lot of snow. If you, if you love snow, go live in Northeastern Montana for, I don't know, a year. You won't anymore. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh no so don't if you love snow don't do that yeah yes, don't go there love. oh no uh, well we are covering um quite the movie it it i in my mind this is one of the great disney channel movies like i loved it when i was a kid mm-hmm. we'll talk about whether or not i still think that <laughs> um throughout this podcast mm-hmm. but my date with the president's daughter and i feel like we should jump in by covering first why is this movie so hard to find <laughs> Yeah. yeah it's because it's not a decom it's not a disney channel original movie so like they didn't have any reason to put it on disney plus even though it's definitely should be yeah. especially when the main character is wilfred friedel who's also in boy meets world yeah and like like they played this and the rest of the disney uh, wonderful world of disney movies on disney channel all the time yeah they did that's yeah. why i watched it yeah like he double hockey sticks i don't know if you guys remember yeah that also had will Friedle. that was a wonderful world of disney movie not anywhere um suzy q mm-hmm. um, was that- like wish upon a star i was just gonna say sarah you watched that yeah, right so it was i was watching um my date with the president's daughter the other day and you know eventually we all found it on youtube and then um after that you know, YouTube automatically plays videos after you finish the next that um, um, Wish Upon a Star started after that. And I was just like, you know what? I'm in it for the long haul. And I just like wound up like spontaneously <laughs> watching Wish Upon a Star, which um, Wait, was that the one where the two sisters? Yeah, TK yes. is one of the sisters. Oh, TK. So you guys yes. are about to get to TK. In yes, yes, yes. Yeah. The uh, what's her face? The uh, the girl from Grey's Anatomy. Isn't she in it? Okay. So Catherine okay. Heigl's in it. That's the one. Um, but they're talking about um okay i'm gonna get the name because i i had it yesterday but i forgot but that movie actually holds up i feel and was really really good um the actress is called danielle harris yeah danielle harris and she was like she was like a huge scream queen in the 90s she was in yeah all the halloweens all like she was in like all the halloweens but yeah that movie holds up um 
my date with the president's daughter. Um, we'll, we'll get into it. <laughs> yeah. Yes. But it's impossible to find through mm. say legitimate channels. Yes. <laughs> um, it's just, it's not anywhere. It was the, the precursor to the decom. Mm-hmm. And you can tell as you watch, like we'll get into that a little bit. It doesn't feel like it feels like a Disney channel original movie and it doesn't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would agree with that. And so we can get into that more as we talk about it. So, but yeah, it's just so strange to me that it doesn't. Yeah. It never, came out on dvd exist anywhere like i checked it never came out on dvd and there is a theory out there that i found while doing research that when disney fully bought abc because there was a lot of turmoil one of the big things that like happened that like nerds like me know is that uh when uh disney fully bought abc they bought the show gargoyles and like <sighs> the whole um creative team like ended up just kind of accidentally getting fired in the chaos so the oh, show no. had to end and there was oh. just a lot of chaos when disney bought abc so there is a theory out there that all of the originals like the stuff that they would have turned into dvds and like all of that of the wonderful world of disney movies just got like lost out there. oh gosh interesting so it's like they don't even have the film for it anymore <laughs> i i the the theory I was reading said the word originals a lot and I'm not smart enough to know exactly what that means but yeah well that reminds me of the Disney vault and how much panic did you guys get when they're like oh no like Aladdin's going back in the Disney vault guys like you're not going to be able to get it for years and years so Mickey Mouse must really have it locked shut within the Disney vault (laughs) it's deep in there they forgot about it yeah Yeah. but the funny thing is is like when you when you brought up this movie to me instantly I was like oh yes definitely I've seen this movie a million times as a kid Mm -hmm. and of course the most iconic thing about this movie is within the first five seconds of the movie when they play the song it is the Mm -hmm. most iconic part of this entire movie yeah honestly part of like the most enjoyable and I I mean like that is shade against the movie I just mean that like every ever since we've known that we were coming on this podcast this song has been in my head every single day Mm -hmm. absolutely every time someone mentions this movie yeah, that's first, where you go. You're, you're mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. um, yes, performed by presidents of the United States. Yeah. Which you might know them from songs like Peaches, Peaches. or Jennifer's Jacket. Yeah. Um, lots of really great kind of weird songs. But it's very fitting that they sing the My Day with the President's Daughter mm-hmm. song. Yeah. Does any do you guys know if they wrote the song like what was first, the movie or the song? I don't know, but I've got to imagine it's the song. Yeah, I, I looked it up, but I I couldn't find a clear. Can you imagine if they're if they came out with a song and then the band was just like, oh, I mean, they came out with a song and then Disney or the writers were like, that would make a great movie. I'm gonna- <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. I don't. I kind of want to cover the other two like 90s president's child movies, First Kid. And then there's one with Mandy Moore who she like, she's the president's daughter and like escapes in Europe or something. Mm -hmm. That's ringing a bell, but I can't remember. Are they Disney movies? I don't know that I've seen either of those. First Kid was. Yeah, First Kid, I feel like. It was like in the theaters too. Yeah. It's like Sinbad was a Secret Service agent. Oh, this is ringing a bell now that you say Sinbad was in it. Yeah. It's like who's protecting yeah it, yes i've it seen was this. like 
that like mid nineties, like there's just this president's children. Mm-hmm. Why is that a common so, trope? Yeah. <laughs> so the Mandy Moore movie was Chasing Liberty. Chasing <gasps> Liberty. Oh, yeah. I've seen that. And it's from 2004, actually. Oh, oh wow. really? So it much feels later. so much earlier. It, than it, it feels much earlier than yeah. that. Yeah, I wow. agree. Oh, I, I always think about it with my pres- my date with the president's daughter. Yeah. Yeah. I think this is the more iconic of the three. Though it just is like most recognizable. The only actually the other thing beyond the song to me that sticks out that I could picture the moment that you said the title was um one of the main character Hallie that pink dress Mm -hmm. that pink iridescent Mm -hmm. dress like Mm -hmm. with the spaghetti straps like I could picture it in my head before I even rewatched the movie. Yeah, yeah, that was definitely for me too. And um, IMDb taught me that. Elizabeth, um, who's the actress, um, yeah, stated on a podcast that she still owns. It's a Betsy Johnson dress. That makes so much sense. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And another outfit. And she also said that at first she was really uncomfortable with the idea of wearing that dress. Like she felt like it was like a little inappropriate and too revealing. revealing. And she had to wear it for the entire meeting. But the producers like really pushed back on it and felt like it was the right dress for the movie. But yeah, (laughs) I I don't know what a Betsy Johnson dress is. Betsy Betsy Johnson is like a fashion designer. She's known for like bright colors and like outlandish designs and Mm -hmm. um she's pretty eccentric herself so if you saw something that was betsy johnson like it's pretty recognizable okay she's a designer yeah she's a designer okay and typically she does like fun patterns or bright colors like yeah really like i would say like teenagers probably would really like her stuff i mean i write like her stuff as well but i think like it leans into like the like um like childhood wonder almost like the kind of fun popping colors it's not muted at all in any Mm -hmm. compared to a business meeting yeah yeah I also remember this dress, but I also, but my whole life I've been confused by it. I'm like, <gasps> tell us why. What do you mean? <laughs> well, just like it, re- it always reminded me of like the material a blanket would be made out of. It's like, like a, it's velvet, isn't it? Yeah. 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 It, velour it, velvet. Yes. It looks cheap. Here's the thing. Like, let's be real here though. Like when they go to that store and they buy the dress mm-hmm. and the jacket and I think he buys like one other thing. It's what is it like 700, something ridiculous, like 400, $700 because he has a leather jacket mm-hmm. is how much they spent. And this is in the nineties. And then, but I look at the dress and I'm like, I remember it. It's iconic, but it looks cheap. Like it looks like you should spend no more than $20 on that dress. Did <laughs> she have some shoes too? I don't remember. Oh, she had those really, yeah. She had like platform heels on as well, which she's like running in and I'm like, girl's going to break an ankle, honestly. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> I watched it with uh, a friend of mine uh, who's a girl and she was like, there's no way she's running like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Better that than like a stiletto. Like it had at least a chunk on the heel, but still. No. Yeah, I mean, but it was you, the you 90s. You run on the balls of your feet. I guess that's true. I mean, not comfortably, but never, the thing I've is, is there- worn high heels. So I yeah, I was going to say, which heels have you worn and ran in, sir? I'm sure you could run on the balls of your feet as someone who's never worn heels before. <laughs> the audacity. <laughs> but I think it's funny because like the entire premise of the entire movie is that they're running from the secret service constantly. And it's like, yeah. maybe you should put on shoes that are a bit easier to run in than if mm-hmm. that's your plan. Yeah. I, I definitely think the fashion, like him in that leather jacket and her in that, that. Pansy Johnson dress. Yeah. Pansy <laughs> Johnson dress. Thank you. 
I, I definitely think those are two of the more like iconic elements like that in the song and everything else like I forgot he was a magician until I watched I it. I did too. I did too. <laughs> I, but it doesn't come up that often. Like it happens a few times in the movie, but it's not mm-hmm. like I wish they would have leaned into that a bit more to be honest. I feel like they could have done more with it. There was an entire scene where he was doing magic tricks to like biker guys at a bar. Like <laughs> how, like that was like a 15 minute scene. How much more can you want of magic tricks? I know. At least two 15 minutes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I just felt like it could have come up more when he's like I don't know someone's trying to grab his car keys and he does like sleight of hand or something oh yeah 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 okay incorporate just more of it yeah yeah i i definitely think it could have been incorporated more like i don't know i did not really enjoy will fernell in this movie very much like the actor i love him but (laughs) yes his character i just think yeah i think that here's the thing i watched this movie and i came up with like my synopsis or my like overall feeling was like Honestly, the best character is Tracy Fletcher, his younger sister. Absolutely. She is the absolute best part of this movie. This girl can eat and that's all she wants to do. And like, how often do you see that in like a younger sibling character on a show that like their entire personality is how hungry they are? Yeah, I mean, she has, they, when they were in the writer's room, they're like, we need a younger sister. What should her personality be like? And they're like, sassy, hungry. That's it. <laughs> that's it. And it's perfect. And it was. Okay. <laughs> I didn't think this much about the little sister. We could all there. aspire to just be more sassy and hungry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and Tracy had no issue sitting um at the president's seat yes. at the fundraiser dinner. She just sat right in, took his dinner, t- tried to take the other guy's dinner, the the benefactor or whatever. And she 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 had no shame. No shame at all. Mm-hmm. Yep. She also calls the president Mr. P, which I was Mr. like, hell P. yeah, Tracy. Like, give <laughs> yeah. him a nickname. <laughs> she had, like, good one-liners, like, busted. Uh-huh. Yeah. Are um, we saying MVP is Tracy? Absolutely. <laughs> she has to be. The thing is, is between, like, Duncan and Hallie, right, let's admit that they're both just using each other because that's exactly right. what's happening the entire movie. They just so yeah. happen to, like, date at the end, like each other enough at the end to date. But, like, Hallie wants to get out of the house. She needs, she wants fun. So she's completely using Duncan to like bring her to this club alien and like traipse around town without her secret service. Mm-hmm. And Duncan needs a date to win this bet. And he, his entire goal is to get her to the dance as proof. Yeah. Yeah. And they, I did not remember that they spend the entire first part of the date just bickering, like pretty much until the, the biker scene. Yeah. All they it's do no fun. is bicker. And I, I, I have this movie in such like rose colored glasses, but man, they were not fun to watch. I, at least I felt. Okay. So yeah. So Hallie just spent the entire movie just like <laughs> wanting to like gallivant around town. And I, I, I gotta be honest with you. It was an extremely anxiety inducing watching these kids just go from issue to issue and like gang dragging like I don't know if I was Duncan like having to get dragged from one place to another I'm the type of person where I need to have like a total schedule of events for the day and 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 it's almost we covered jingle all the way around Christmas time and my whole thing during that movie was when do you give up at what point of the day are you like you know what I've had enough I just want to go home and 
go to my bed and like go into the fetal position and say, you know, I, I've had enough for the day. And that's my mm-hmm. question here too. Yeah. I, as I was watching, did I text you? Or maybe I just thought of texting you just saying, this movie stresses me out. <laughs> it stresses yeah. me out. Yes. yes. I completely agree. Hallie like annoyed me so much in the movie. And Duncan like is, is I mean, not much better, but I like Duncan more because Hallie just completely pulls him from place to place. His dad's company car gets stolen. Oh stolen. no. Yes. And she's like, it's fine. We'll call the police later. And I'm just thinking like, they're good. They have a better chance of finding it if you report it stolen right now. What are you doing? I'm an adult and she's a teenager. Yeah. And I guess that's the difference. <laughs> I I almost like bought into the logic. She's like, you know what? Like we're going to be dead tomorrow anyway. So what's like, what's the point of us being dead now or us being dead tomorrow? We're still dead. And I like, I like had been, that was like an hour into the movie. I like was fully in, in their like delusion that I think that I started getting delusional myself. I was like, you know what? This is a good idea. Yeah. Like who cares? They're going to be in trouble tomorrow anyway. Like, let's just like get in even more trouble. But also, Ultimately, you're right. Like if you, if the car is stolen, the sooner you report it, the more likely it's going to be found. Yeah. Yeah. I, she doesn't have to think about that. She doesn't have her own car probably. No, no she, she definitely she, doesn't. Yeah. She, she doesn't care. Um, yeah. It just, I, I, I can't even argue, articulate right now. <laughs> All those things. Yes, exactly. I, I think I agree with you though, um, Sarah, like buying into sort of the madness there when they're like yes. tomorrow, like what's a couple more hours of trouble? If we're already in so much trouble, they're going to be grounded until eternity. Yeah. Like, what's the point? And I was like, I wish that we'd have had this conversation like half an hour ago. Cause that's when the movie kind of gets fun. Cause if yeah. it was like half, like half an hour in, they're like, well, you took your dad's car and we ran away from the secret service. Let's just have a good time now. Yeah. And like had that conversation, right. it would right. have been better rather than guess, an hour. Yeah. I guess we just don't like the fact that Duncan felt like really dragged. But on the other hand, if I had to hear Duncan say, but what about the dance one more time? I would have <laughs> yes. lost it. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. See, I, maybe I, I'm a little different because I kind of got Hallie in this movie. Like they're definitely trying to play painters like naive and innocent, but wants not to be innocent. Like, so I kind of like understood her. It was Duncan. Like, what about the dance? Why don't you do this? Like, should we do that? Like all of his like questioning. And then when he's at the biker and he's like, I demand you come with me right now. And I was just like, Oh Mm-mm. yeah. Mm-hmm. He did get a little possessive if we're going to be honest. Yeah. yeah. Like not possessive because he liked her, like possessive because he wanted to win a bet. Yeah. So what what do you guys think is, was more important to him? The hundred bucks, which is like a drop in the bucket or the fact that like to prove to his like friends that he can get a girl. Oh, definitely. I think proving to his friends. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause he's already in the whole 780 bucks. The hundred yeah. isn't going to help. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. He just splurged $700 on his dad's credit card to buy a leather jacket that, I mean, I guess it will last him, but also buy however much that ridiculously expensive, ugly dress was worth. Um, yeah. I think that like, I just think Duncan's like ever so slightly more likable because probably with the, the scene where he, um, that guy is like such a creep at that house party and mm-hmm. he like ends up getting into a fight with this still it's like the most tropey annoying thing about any older movie is like oh I'm a damsel in distress and I need to be saved like mm-hmm. that I get frustrated with um but it is it is 
it's also, I mean, obviously we're suspending our disbelief for this movie to start with, but like to believe that like the president's daughter can like sneak away from secret service and somehow like barely anybody recognizes her. And if they do, they really don't believe it's her. And then the president himself gets put in jail because somebody doesn't recognize him. I mean, obviously we have social media nowadays. It's a lot different, but even in the nineties, like, give me a break. Someone's like, turning like, into Bill Clinton on the street. You know who it's Bill like, Clinton. It's Bill Clinton. Yeah. It's true. I, no, I wouldn't, like, I would never have recognized Chelsea Clinton back then. Oh, yeah. That's another thing. Like, the whole entire movie, it was like, we haven't had, like, a teenager in, um, like, uh, like, a teenager in the office for like a while or like you know what i mean like a president yeah, obama teenager kids. because they were kids when and they started yeah when they started so it's like i was just thinking like you know what kind of scrutiny would a teenage girl like 16 year old teenage girl get in 2021 like i'm actually very happy that um our current president's children are like adults and they don't have to deal with that because that must just be horrible to be a 16 year old girl. And, and, you know, Chelsea, I remember, like, I think that she had a ton of scrutiny over her, but mm-hmm. tons of pressure. So yeah, I, I do feel bad for Hallie and, mm-hmm. and about that party. She, she wasn't a damsel in distress. She straight up jumped on that guy's back and bit his ear. That's like, no. yes, that's true. But it was like up until that point, that's true. She did a good job there. It was like up until that point though. It's of course, it's like guys rolling on the ground, trying to punch each other. She's like, guys, stop. Like that's always how it is in movies, but she did a good job. That's a great really impression. Perfect. Thank you. I like I was <laughs> myself on my impressions <laughs> I, I really think the thing that annoyed me about that more than anything is like we can justify all his bad actions because he was a decent human being and didn't let her get taken advantage of like yes like because i feel like that's the trope is always like well you were awful but you did you, you weren't awful when it really mattered yeah you you mm-hmm. did the basic human thing of not like allowing a girl to get molested at a party, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I think like, it's, it's funny. I don't think when you look at what Duncan does throughout the movie, his only real flaw is like, he's using her to bring to a dance, to win a bet. Like she's the one who initiates all of the issues that they end up having. She's the one who rolls over that like really scary guy with like the snake skin boots his foot yeah. she's the one who brings them to club alien she like so where the car gets stolen i'm not saying it's her fault necessarily that the car gets mm-hmm. stolen but like she's the one who initiates all of these things she's the one who sneaks away from secret service to begin with which mm-hmm. i don't know how the secret service was fine with them just making out on the floor of like a movie theater but yeah. you know that's a whole other kids will be kids that's that's Disgusting. what they said it was not right yeah the, the one the one guy i was like man you're kind of a creepo because he's like i think she, he's the one that needs protection right now I was like, <laughs> <laughs> teenage <Yeah>. children <laughs> yes mm-hmm. those floors oh, are yucky like yeah what are you doing very, oh they're always very sticky yeah, Duncan even says it. He's like, this is not hygienic. And I was like, exactly, Duncan. It's disgusting. How can I agree? At least he didn't have, yeah, at least he didn't have the $700 jacket on by then. Oh, yeah. her, her velvet dress would have like, like, it would have been like gum in hair. If she had been in that. Oh, oh, yeah. Ew. Not good. Oh, I do agree she did need a, a change though, because she yeah. looked like she was like the first lady in the outfit she was wearing. Like she looked like she was like 60 years old. Mm-hmm. And that Like it was like a light blue, like power suit. I don't know. It was not doing it for me. 
yeah. like a cardigan, but like the kind that's sort of open at the bottom, but attaches at the collar. But it's buttoned up like drapes. three buttons too high for her age. Uh-huh. Yeah. How would you guys feel if you had a date I, I um, and your date came in that outfit or your SOs, if you have SOs, uh, significant others, would you like it? I, I picked up on that. <laughs> I don't, I'm going to be honest. I am very privileged as a man. I don't yeah. have to worry about like fashion uh-huh. and I wouldn't have even known. <laughs> you you would have been like, okay with that. Good for you. Yeah. It was, I would have been like, Hey, <laughs> I, I don't know if that's good for me. It's just ignorance. I think. <laughs> I'd probably be like, okay, what's what's going on? What's happening? Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> so in your closet, this isn't in our closet right now. I don't know where that came from. He's married and I'm single. Okay. So okay. like, he's got like something to compare it to. But if it was a first date, I would have been like, okay. sure, this is probably fine. I don't okay. know. Okay. So Cameron, you would not like if your wife came out with that outfit for Valentine's Day. That would not be the look for you. Uh, I think I would just mostly be puzzled. Okay. What, yes. What are you doing? <laughs> And Chance, like you're really excited. You have a first date and she came without outfit and you're like, works for me, bud. <laughs> I, I, I'd be like, hey, it's a girl and she's wearing a dress. Cool. Uh, <laughs> okay. So I'm gonna, oh, yes, yes. But I, I am going to give you some of my greatest relationship advice, which is don't ever girl give a girl a plastic ring that changes um if the eyes open or closed from um a quarter like candy machine machine vending machine thing yeah don't do that i was gumball machine i was appalled i was appalled i was like you are going to give the president's daughter that 25 cent atrocious (laughs) ring and expect her to wear it with pride excuse me is it better if it's a mood ring yes Cause I thought it was going to be a mood ring and I was very excited as someone who grew up in the nineties and loved mood rings, but it wasn't. And so I was like, that's garbage. It's crap. Yeah. That ring is something that I associate with the movie. Like I've always remembered watching the hologram of it open and close its eye. To be like, that's really interesting. And I could see it is like, that's weird. That's nothing. But at the same time, she's like the president's daughter like very well off goes Mm -hmm. to Paris and does all these things so getting like this little nothing gosh upon ring (laughs) maybe that's special there's some sentiment attached to it maybe the the style just reminded me of like 90s Spencer's gifts like (laughs) Spencer's gifts yeah I could see that I think the problem for me is that it's like creepy that there's like an eye opening and closing (laughs) and so it could be cheap that's fine because the money isn't the point it's just like I didn't like it like I would mm. rather have a mood ring to me and I would I thought it was gonna be a mood ring because I was like this is a 90s movie like that would be so great it would be you know I don't know they could have like a little I didn't remember the ring at all from the movie um and then yeah, doesn't she either. like throw it or something I don't remember does she have she it throws it at him when the truth That's right. comes out for like the fifth time in the movie yeah. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> the bet truth at the least. bet truth it's, it's just like here's what's really going on here's what's really going on hey let's just be honest we're gonna die anyway blah 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 mm-hmm okay, we're fine. Things are good. Oh, by the way, yeah. once again, since we've already been honest all these other times, let me finally be, be honest be again. Honest. Yeah. But he didn't even explain it well. Like he was like, yeah, I made a bet that I was going to bring the president's daughter. But like, if he was like, well, first of all, like he didn't explain it. If he was like, guys, you know what? Or, or Hallie, my friends thought that I couldn't get anybody. So when I was first going, the first initial bet was that I would bring somebody to the date because they think I'm a loser. And then I would be like, oh my gosh, that's so sad. And they're so mean. But, it, and then he was like, and then like the 
the bet expanded because they didn't believe that I can get somebody as amazing as you. Like he wasn't able to articulate it to like spin it be- and make it sound like, you know what? Like it wasn't really, he was straight up like, oh, I made a bet that I can bring you. But that yeah. wasn't the bet. That wasn't no, that the wasn't, bet. Yeah, yeah, yeah he made true. the bet before mm-hmm. he even met her and knew she was the president's daughter, which yeah. is also ridiculous. But yeah, he, he makes the bet before he even knows that. And of course she lies as there's less than a lie by omission by not saying, oh, by the way, did you know that I'm the president's daughter? She just gives out her address. Like it's like 15 main street. Like, he, you know, no one's going to realize. Um, and then he, and not only that, but like Duncan gets like a back, like a back, what is it? Background research done on him because he's mm. going out with the president's daughter. There's mm-hmm. like this whole thing going on that he was not mentally prepared for. So yeah. that's on Hallie for putting him through hell and back ditching yeah. secret service and- members and I did like when she's like, I thought you liked me for me. I'm like, you met for five seconds at a hat shop. I feel like they say that a couple of times. We're like, I like you. I, it's like, no, you don't. No, you I didn't get the chemistry at all. Like, I no. just didn't. There wasn't chemistry. Has Hallie, I just felt like she was, she just wanted to go. I mean, she didn't seem to be into Duncan at all. It was more of just like a, she wants to experience life as a normal teenager. Right. And so none of that felt to me like, oh, I really like this guy that I'm doing this with. Mm-hmm. It just mm-hmm. felt like this guy is going to bring me these places. Yeah, this guy mm-hmm. has a car and he's going to bring me to X, Y, and Z. Yes. These places I want to go with kids my own age, yeah. Right. Uh, I want to talk about the pacing of this movie really quick because I found it like, I know pacing is a dumb word, but like I found it kind of flabbergasting in a lot of ways. Because <laughs> like, so we, we've talked about how like they bicker throughout the entire first part of the movie. Mm-hmm. And then like they have the like, the oh, there's more to this than there should be seen where he does the magic at the at the, uh, the biker bar. biker bar that was and like then, the best scene it is magic. it is the best scene and you're like oh now they understand each other better now they're getting along better and then the car gets stolen and then they lie to each other and then like we go to the the party and he redeems himself a second time by like punching him out Mm-hmm. And then they like resign to his fate. The movie resolves. And then the dad gets into a car accident. Oh yeah. And I'm just like, what is this movie? Like, why is all this happening? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it felt like it was just like one miserable time after another. Very very clunky um and I, I feel very bad for the father especially and because he was just like he you know he gave his car to his son it might have been the station wagon not the bmw but he you know then his boss finds out because he's having a party mm-hmm. for his boss he's trying like he's up for an, a promotion mm-hmm. and then after that like he gets his his work car oh well of course he gets like pulled by the feds mm-hmm. in front of his boss and everybody and then his car gets crashed and yeah like and that was after like everything seemed to be like okie dokie mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. yeah everything just feels like it's just it, it felt like very you know you're supposed to when you're watching something there's always a starts off great then something happens and then like you fix it and then you're like off to the races having a great time but yeah. this was just like one miserable thing after another yeah and I just didn't think like the the end we see that like uh Duncan's dad decides like oh we should hang out more you should show me magic but I don't know how that was even earned like it felt mm-hmm. very unearned because we had not seen their relationship like at all through the entire movie the only moment they had together was when he asked to borrow the car and his dad said no. Yeah, so I didn't understand. So. 
<laughs> exactly. And I didn't understand how the dad arrived at the the moment to like want to hang out with his son more. I mean, obviously it's his son. He should, but it just didn't feel earned whatsoever. Mm-hmm. I felt like the family relationship between Hallie and her parents mm-hmm. was the one that really made more sense that, you yeah. know, the dad was fine with her. He felt for her that she didn't get the childhood that she deserved or the, you know, teenagerhood, whatever that she right. deserved. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, they're creating a parallel there because where there's the whole plot line of Duncan's dad and the president like going off to try to find their kids which is kind of fun yeah I wish that maybe the movie was just more of that (laughs) that Um, was more fun I agree but then they're like in they get put in jail um because the president has a temper and rips up the ticket that they get for blowing through a red light I think and um but then the president's explaining all the stuff with his daughter and how they don't connect. And then Duncan's dad's like, me too. We're the same. And it's like, that's about it. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. I see why you're saying that, but it's not like you've had a moment of understanding each other. Then now you're like, okay, right. we should connect, connect more. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. The, the thing with like Hallie and the president was really nice because the president was able to see Hallie on the TV defend her father and like defend his values and why he's like should be reelected as a president. And I think that's what made uh, the president realize like, you know, he has been tough on her and very restricting. So like, that was a very nice moment. And then to be like, um, for Duncan's dad to be like, yeah, I want that nice moment too, with my kid. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to take your nice connection and your like nice moment. And I'm going to use that too for myself. Yeah. yeah. And I also found it extremely unrealistic that, well, first of all, Hallie's argument for why her dad should be reelected was pretty bad. Like, <laughs> yes. He's a great guy. He's a family man. You know how hard it is to be the president? Like, wow, great argument. Let's reelect him right now. Um, <laughs> but on top of that, like, it's just the fact that Duncan's dad, after meeting this man for one night and like driving around and getting to hijinks with the president, is like, all of my viewpoints have changed. Yeah. And I'm no longer again we don't know what, what party and either of them are in but like I'm no longer this party I am now this party from spending one night with this man we probably didn't talk anything about policy or anything but I'm gonna vote for him now yeah <laughs> and 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 on top of yep. that why is everybody so mad for a fundraising event like <laughs> you need to fundraise because not like not everyone's like a billionaire when you're running to be a president you need to fundraise and even if you are a billionaire you still need to fundraise so why are the people of Washington DC so mad at the president for trying to fundraise for his campaign yeah mm-hmm. yeah there I thought this movie was kind of masterfully apolitical <laughs> like yeah (laughs) annoyingly so yeah like annoyingly so it's like i have no idea like i couldn't even guess what party people are what policies people have like yeah um our the the current president what his policy was family i think that's all we got family 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 values yes family 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 that's about it Yeah, that's I mean, I do think that they did do a good job, good job with like casting the president character. Mm -hmm. I felt like he was pretty believable as a president. Um, But yeah, I beyond that, I agree. It it was insanely they did play it very apolitically, like amazingly so that it not more was focused Uh on considering it's about the president's daughter, you'd think there'd be a little bit more there. Yeah. And and like like you were saying the the protesters, it's like we're not really sure why they're protesting. It's just you know there's a there's a 
president, so there's got to be protesters, uh-huh. but they can't. <laughs> yeah, because they're protesting fundraising and maybe the way that he's fundraising. But is it just because we've grown up in a world where that sort of thing is normal? Maybe. Oh, like, was it maybe, maybe. not before this well, point? Well, because us, it was, it's like, they're all like paying money to have dinner with the president is essentially what it is. And people mm-hmm. had an issue with yeah. that being a thing, which like to me, like it's not a drop in the bucket of stuff we've had to deal with. with yeah. There's a lot yeah. of real things to be mad about. Actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like that's a lot less intrusive than getting text messages about who I should vote for <laughs> like, during <laughs> the uh, election year. It's mm-hmm. like, leave me alone. Like you have your fancy party with all your rich people and have dinner i don't care yes yeah absolutely and and then like the issue that i had though with with the protesters it's like when the woman is there and she's interviewing Mm -hmm. and it's like this black woman who's like this isn't the america that we used to be and it's like this issue of fundraising right here is not i mean sure it's not good but it was in like america used to be great it's like no it it didn't really (laughs) like this isn't what's ruining america and i i Mm-hmm. I just don't understand why you're making this speech right now, given all the list of other absolutely awful things. Yeah. That I happened. just think it's funny that like, it's like a Disney Channel movie wants to make it about like, just don't even have a protest if you're not going to like do the right thing with it. You know what I mean? Like, why even have the protest to be a plot line? I don't think it was necessary. It didn't really yeah. make a ton of sense to even it's, have it in this movie. It's because they have to stay in the middle of the road. Like they can't, you know, because it's a Disney movie, we can't go the next step and be like, yeah actually attribute like you know this person has these values and this person has these values mm-hmm. so also how did how how did Hallie and Duncan get into Club Alien is that not like a 21 or over like bar I was just curious because they walked right in yeah oh. they did and, and the president or vice president's son was just hanging out in there. yeah Reed mm-hmm. creepy jerk. Reed oh my god he was the worst mm-hmm. with it he like it was so scummy. He put his arms around Hallie. He really wants to go on a date. Ugh, he was the worst. Him and Steve. Um, and, oh, Steve. and Steve, yes. Um, Club Alien was so quintessential 90s with that alien like clip art. You know that yes. alien head was just uh-huh. everywhere back yeah. in the 90s. I used true. to go to I used to go to carnivals and like you would get that alien as like a blow up thing if you won the darts game. Oh, like, oh yeah, yeah. And I, there were mugs I remember I very much yes. remember. Surprised they didn't have holographic rings of the alien that would open and yes. close its eyes. <laughs> yeah. yes. And then and this this the um the dry ice or like the fog on the ground like mm-hmm. that club the neon lights it was so 90s that club that i was like club also I, reminded me of spencer's gifts from yes, <laughs> yes. yeah totally the aesthetic they're going for yeah yeah i wasn't clubbing when i was 11 years old but i i assume that that was just like a 90s club yes exactly <laughs> oh yeah. you know who we haven't talked about yet too the the couple that steals oh, uh duncan's God. dad's car <laughs> oh yes. goodness was like what is this plot line they steal the car they rob like a, a convenience store i don't know they rob something in like and a they fast rob- food restaurant <laughs> they don't talk about drugs like but like they were on some drugs <laughs> yeah and they were like were they like totally kissing with their paper bag heads uh-huh. they were you look so hot in that paper bag <laughs> no no and then they just like go at it yeah then I there's hate- a high speed like police chase wild there, and then there, I, were, there were a few decisions and those two being in this movie are one of the ones that i was just uh-huh. like why they're credited on imdb their character names are bonnie and clyde 
Of course. Uh, of course. Which, of course. Obviously. Yeah. Who yeah. That that checks out. Yeah. I think it was just so funny. Like we we all liked the the two dads in like the car. And then they see the red car and they're like, that's my car. Let's go chase it. So then they're going after them. Like the this red car is never caught until finally the police like run them down an alley or whatever. But that whole plot line was so weird. Like they this movie went places. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like them stealing the car and all of that, it kind of makes the joke at the end of the dad wrecking the car worth it more because it's like it's stolen and it's like they almost crash against the box truck like all of this stuff and the car's fine and everything's perfect and then at the end like him using the credit card to buy all the expensive clothes and he misses the stop sign and the dad ends up being the one that wrecks it it's like they're trying for something there i don't think it lands necessarily but you Mm -hmm. can see the thing kind of leading up to that so that actually may have been my least favorite part of the entire movie just because we're like in wrap-up mode like everyone's having these heart to hearts and like it's ending yeah like for no reason just gets in that car crash it's just like well this sucks yeah it made me feel so bad for the dad and yeah the car was really went through it like even Hallie driving the car she was a mad woman like it it could have crashed so many times I think like we were all anticipating for it to crash I mean it got the flat tire um good for Duncan by the way to know how to change a flat um Mm -hmm. like but then but then they were driving like mad people on a donut the whole time that's not good that's also that's a good point you're not supposed to go past 30 get you to the place to get the new tire it's true. yeah and that was the other funny thing too it's like the whole scene where hallie's the one driving first she begs duncan to drive which it's like that's not your car like you probably shouldn't be driving it and then they're at the stoplight she is really rude to the man next to them when she's like oh and he he's a black belt in karate which we didn't talk about how he says he's a black belt in karate and does bungee jumping like those are two normal mm-hmm. sports that he participates in and um then they roll up the windows lock the doors like why do you need to run a red light if the doors are locked and the windows are closed i don't know i mean from what i've heard it's really hard to break a car window like you'd he'd really yes. have to try so probably worse to run a red light and get hit by some vehicles <laughs> like yeah, then it's, stay there it's true yeah uh yeah it's puzzling it yeah <laughs> goes some places this movie like man i was so excited and still i had i had a lot of fun yeah it was it was anxiety inducing fun yes i had a lot of fun watching it it was very nostalgic but man the choices they may make like like you're saying like the black belt in karate the bungee jumping like, why the head of secret service seeming oh. just like the worst person yes yeah absolutely he, terrible he definitely got fired after this event didn't he oh yeah definitely. he should yeah they yeah. got it was it was like nostalgic to go back and watch it but it's i don't think i feel like there'd be other ones that would hold up better like like sarah and i've talked about like xenon and mm. like stuff like those disney channel original movies obviously this isn't a disney channel original movie but like those types of decoms i just think would hold up a bit better than this one would on a rewatch I, I think so too. They're more, I guess, modern, but not modern. Not modern at all. I feel like maybe they don't take themselves as seriously. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Yeah, that's a good point. Maybe I don't know. They know who their audience is a little more. <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm curious. You guys were mentioning earlier that um, you felt like this didn't feel like a standard Disney Channel um, original movie because it's not. 
but yeah i was i was just thinking um especially like the outfits that they wear especially mm-hmm. that the women wear oh. and like when they're in the store and when they're in the club mm-hmm. and like those the outfits that are worn it's like if you watch a disney channel original mm-hmm. movie like every bit is covered up mm-hmm. that's um, a good it's point like, i hadn't thought about yeah because like i remember when high school musical came out it was like mid 2000s and at that point in fashion it was like pretty common to have shirts they're maybe a little too short and like you like lean over and your, your back yeah. is like yeah. all the way out but if you Low watch high school musical anybody that moves it's like there's something there yeah always mm-hmm. like male and female too. characters are like all layered up and like anywhere they move but here it's like all sorts of like even the betsy johnson dress it's like you're not gonna find that in a windy woo homecoming warrior <laughs> that was a that's, that was that's a, a very good point yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, we talk we talk a lot of fashion on our podcast. And that is true. Like this is something I mean, you probably wouldn't see it in Boy Meets World. I mean, we're not to that age bracket anyway yet. Um, You'd see it in Dawson's Creek, though. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> which is a WB show. So it makes more sense. But yeah, I agree. Like Hallie's dress is pretty on the Disney scale is pretty revealing. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it. Yeah, it just didn't, I don't know, like it was fashion too, but also like, I don't know, the drama they tried to create was so much more real than like my space station is going to fall out of the sky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's probably true for most drama. It's true. But <laughs> this almost kind of was, I don't know, almost had more of a feeling of like a CW drama than a like Disney Channel show. Mm. I don't know if that makes sense. No, but. it does. It does. And I also think that another aspect of it is that like, I mean, this was like, kind of cheesy but it's not as cheesy as some disney channel original movies could be so yeah you know yeah, I think like the final scene with like hallie and duncan would be a lot more like sparkles in their eyes and like mm-hmm. mushy gushy love story than it ends up being mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's like, I, I don't feel like the characters had really any chemistry going on. Mm-hmm. It's almost like they had this shared crazy event. And so they feel like sort of bonded together. But it's like, even when they're on the Lincoln Memorial and they kiss at the end, it's like their bo- their feet are like very far apart. <laughs> and they're just kind of both too. leaning forward like a house. At arm's length, please. Please. Yeah, Not too funny. close. You gotta leave room for Jesus, is that yeah. There's um, plenty of room. I, <laughs> I very much remember thinking, like, why are their feet so far apart? What is happening right now? <laughs> yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, I do. I, I think they struggle with the chemistry. I just don't think it's there. Mm-hmm. Um, and that that hurts the film a lot as well. But yeah, it's fine. Like it's a funny look back at a movie from a lot of people's childhood. Right. But I do yeah. think like when you come away from it, the most memorable, memorable things still are the dress and the song. Yeah, uh-huh. absolutely. One hundred percent. The dress in the song and uh, the little sister. Tracy. Tracy. Love Tracy. Can you guys believe that Duncan actually got a second date after this fiasco? Um, Like Hallie got a second date? Or that Hallie, like that they gave each other. That's true because it's like Duncan was like, you know what? Like he probably just thought that this was too exhausting for him. But the fact that he wanted to go on a second date. Mm -hmm. um, Can you believe that? Maybe they were just like, you know, we can, like, maybe if we have a normal one, we'll like each other. Because <laughs> uh-huh. it isn't even just, like, one of them use the other. It was both of them using yeah. the other. Yeah. They admitted like, to that. There's manipulation on both yep. ends. Yeah, they admitted to that. So maybe they're just, like, a match made in heaven, hardly. <laughs> 
hardly. Or H-E Double Hockey Sticks is a sequel to this movie. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, totally. That's great. Yeah, that's funny. Need to rewatch that one. Yeah, that that one, when you were, uh, Wish Upon a Star was yours. Uh, H-E Double Hockey Sticks was recommended for me. Oh, yeah. Uh Did you you go down that journey? I did not yet. (laughs) I feel like I tried to watch that at my grandparents once and they wouldn't let me. Oh, because of the name? Because of the name. Uh, yeah, that's funny. Yeah, my, my grandpa's like a preacher and uh, mm. it's like big time Southern Baptist and they're just like, yep. nope. Gosh, so Matthew Lawrence is in this movie too. How can I forget? Oh my, he was like the biggest star. Oh uh-huh. my gosh. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hockey sticks. I was like, he wasn't in my date with the president's <laughs> No, no, I'm sorry. Movie? Excuse he me. He was in yeah. that trio of films. Do you mm-hmm. remember with the brothers? Yeah. Yes. Three of them. There's like horse brotherly and- love. Brotherly Love, Brotherly Brothers of the awesome. Frontier, um, um, Adventures from the No, that's Tom that's Sawyer. Not it. Yeah, in like he, some sort of shipwrecked movie. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. But most importantly, jumping ship. Jumping ship oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but most importantly, he is Jack Hunter. Jack yes. Hunter. Yes. So we will get to Matthew Lawrence. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. All of us. Oh yeah, absolutely. That is a 1999 movie. So guess what, Jess? falls in the it's 90s in it's in it's there like a hardcore rule where we're just like we can't do anything outside of the 90s which killed me because uh when harry met sally was like 1989 and it was uh, one hmm. year off and i was like you guys can do my favorite movie groundhog day oh oh yeah we could. yeah it just happened groundhog it just day. happened i saw the show the when it was on broadway and that was actually a surprisingly really good broadway show by the way oh i didn't yeah. even know yeah, has some pretty good music. Just fun facts. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to have to check it out because it is my favorite movie. So, Oh, I have some methods. I can probably find <laughs> I have some methods. <laughs> doesn't sound creepy at all. No. I have my ways. <laughs> I yeah. have my ways. Yeah, so if you guys had to pick like another, either A Wonderful World of Disney or DCOM to cover, what would you choose? Oh gosh. I would probably do Suzy Q just because this movie made me think of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I love Suzy Q. I well, love Suzy Q growing up. Yes. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing too, because that's another like classic. Like Amy Jo Johnson was like yeah. it when you were like five or six years old and you watched Power Rangers and you're just like, yes, Kimberly. And so <laughs> watching that movie would be pretty great. I have yeah. no clue what this movie is. Oh, you've never seen it? The I have pink- no I'm looking at this. I don't even know what this is. The Pink Power Ranger is a ghost who died in the 50s and some what? boy in the 90s can see her and helps her complete her unfinished business. Where was I? Perfectly <laughs> reasonable. Yeah. Textbook. <laughs> Literally, I where was I when this happened? <laughs> Was Stepsister uh, from Planet Weird, was that a decom or was that a Wonderful World of Disney? Because that one was crazy. Actually, that was 2000. So it must have been a decom yeah, it, by that point. I, I, I associate that one with like the 13th year. Mm-hmm. I feel like yes. I want to rewatch Can of Worms. Can of Worms, yeah. Of I remember, worms. I think I read the book also and the book was really good. Uh, the first thing I watched on Disney Plus was Alley Cat Strike. So, mm. oh, the bolt of bowling, right? Yeah, the decom bowling one. movie. Yeah, the very first thing that I watched on Disney Plus was Xenon. Xenon, Xenon? is good. Yeah. Xenon's yeah. great. Yeah. I, I love it. Yeah, that one has like the music too. Like, if it has good music, then yeah, I'm on board for that. Yeah, that Disney Channel. All right. Movie. So, the first movie I watched on Disney Plus was DuckTales nice. and the Lost Lamp. Okay. 
because I remember watching it as a kid and I was like, this movie is so good. It still rules. It's very good. Yeah. You need Isn't to that satisfying when you like rewatch something from your childhood and you're like, this still is great. Uh-huh. Yeah. I kind of wish my date with the president's daughter was that way. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, that's okay. Not everything can hold up. I, I enjoyed the ride though. I did yeah. too. Yeah. I did too. It was great. It was fun to rewatch. And I, I still think this holds up better than Halloween Town. Yes, it does. It, it yes, does. it does. I started watching the beginning of Halloween Town because I was like, oh, my sons might enjoy watching this. It was really boring. <laughs> the thing For- is, is when we did it, because we covered it and I was like thinking of Halloween Town 2. And so the whole time I was like, when is this going to happen? When is that going to happen? And it wasn't. And I was like, they all suck. They're all horrible. I hate them all. For a movie about magic, there was no magic in the movie. Yes, I agree. I completely agree. Yeah. I watched it um, with a girl I was dating at the time around Halloween. I was just like, wow, this is, this is bad. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, yeah. I didn't remember it being this bad. We didn't either. We were like excited. I hope that doesn't happen too often because I'm usually we're like, okay, we're really excited to like go back and watch this movie. But I think a lot of times now it seems like we're picking movies that like we've watched a lot since they were originally on. So we know we still love them <laughs> um, versus like when we, when we were watching Casper again was fun though. That had oh, some weird moments. Yeah. That's some weird <laughs> moments. Ca- Casper definitely had uh, interesting elements to it. Mm-hmm. Wait, that wasn't TK, was it? No, that was... um. The girl in Casper. Oh, no, the girl in Casper Christina is... Ricci. Yeah, Christina yeah, Ricci. Christina Ricci. I feel like I watched it, the yeah. second Casper movie way more than the first Casper movie. Is the second one good? I don't remember the second I one. I mean, it was a direct-to-video sequel. Oh, but we so that... had it, and so I would watch it a lot. <laughs> and it's not Casper meets Wendy. It's a different no, one. No, I guess it was between the two. I watched okay. a lot of Casper meets Wendy. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> Hillary Duff. Uh, Hillary Duff fan, yeah. Second <laughs> thing I watched... The second thing I watched on Disney Plus was Lizzie McGuire. So I'm on the same page as you. Yes, nice. love Lizzie McGuire. I, I, I keep meaning to go back and watch Lizzie McGuire. I haven't yet. Yeah. <laughs> I just started night. watching WandaVision last night. Oh, enjoy. Oh, WandaVision is very good. I enjoyed the first two episodes that I watched. They're like classic TV, but weird. Yeah, they're going through the decades. Uh, yeah. That's a really good show. I need to I need to hit it. I really do. It's an easy binge because there's it, only like three, four episodes right out now. and they're pretty short. I'm, I'm for it. I mean, I love Elizabeth Olsen and yeah, so yeah, I'm for it. Big fan. I guess we're done talking about my date with the president's daughter. <laughs> <laughs> Which is we've fun. been through everything we can talk about with it. Yeah, I feel like we need some of our traditional things. I'm almost, I don't want to rate it because I don't know how I would rate it. Typically we do like a rating out of 10. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't, I don't know either. I'd probably give it like a six. Yeah. That's what I was kind of thinking too, <laughs> but you guys don't have to rate it if you don't. No, rate. no. Six is like pretty generous. I think that's like a, like a solid number. Yeah. I was thinking like four and a half. That's where my brain was. Okay. Okay. A little below average. Mm-hmm. I'll go, I'll go five because you know what? It kept my attention. I was, I personally was not bored throughout this movie at all. No. Um, my heart rate went, went up, my anxiety mm-hmm. went up, but it certainly stirred some feelings. Mostly, <laughs> yeah, there was some yeah, 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 yeah. But um, I thought that there was like a lot of like you know fun elements to it, and um, it wasn't boring by any means. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there were like I, I liked the magic in the biker bar scene. Mm-hmm. It was really good. Mm-hmm. When it's like you. Um, You'll be over my dead body. It's like, we can arrange that or whatever. It's like, well, what about his dead body? Yeah. 
Yeah. And, and the dad and the president stuff was always good, whether it be like them dressing up as servers and sneaking mm-hmm. out or the shenanigans at the jail. Mm-hmm. Um, that was all fun. And the fact that the secretary of agriculture did not get a phone call. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I, I remember laughing at that because he's like, what about the secretary of agriculture? I remember laughing at that. And then I thought, wait, why doesn't he get a phone call? Yeah. (laughs) Shouldn't he? Also, if they took the people in the red car and they believed the people in the red car were Hallie and Duncan, Duncan, just right. Wouldn't the Secret Service have known that that's not the president's daughter as they're bringing them in? You'd think, yes, you'd think that someone would be like, hey, this isn't the president's daughter. She's not a brunette with short hair. Maybe we have the wrong person. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and then I do have one more question for Cameron that I wanted to ask. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like it would be, it's harder to be a father than a president? (laughs) As, as the president said, sometimes it's harder to be a father than a president than being a president. So I was just curious as the only person with children here. (laughs) Well, I've never been the president. (laughs) What is the president if not a father to our country? There you go. No, that's Beautiful nothing. point. That's nothing. Beautiful. Um, it's yeah. probably harder to be president. <laughs> that's <honestly>. nothing. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I thought it was an interesting thing to propose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this def- this movie definitely leaned into like the rich and powerful people have problems too yes. kind of trope, which yeah. I'm like, okay, yeah, sure. Okay, but I don't but care also, about your problems. No. <laughs> your problems aren't real. Well, in yeah. the same way, it's like. She vacations in Paris. How bad can her life yeah. be? <laughs> yeah. Your whole life is yeah. my life is controlled and I never get to do anything. It's like yeah. Mwah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, to be honest, I feel like I need more restrictions on my life. I feel like I'm too free. <laughs> I need someone to tell me what to do. Exactly. That's yeah. exactly how I feel. Um, yeah, they they wrap it up in a nice little bow by getting to go on a family vacay to Paris. Lucky yeah. them. Yep. Mm-hmm. Gotta love also, that. His wife, the first lady, was just like, nobody ever wants to see the first lady. But if it's like, I was at a place with Barack and Michelle Obama, you know I'm hanging out with Michelle. Oh, yeah. Girl, we're going to be best friends. That's priority number one. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I, yeah, I agree with that. That's it's just like, it doesn't seem like a real thing. Or even like at that time, Bill Clinton was the president. Hillary Clinton would have been the first lady. And like, mm-hmm. she was a very powerful and well-connected woman in her own right. Yeah, yeah right. The whole, like, exactly. First lady's nobody. Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't even work then. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> yeah. 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 And did, you guys saw that clip at the inauguration where they're like, oh my gosh, it's Michelle Obama. And yeah. <laughs> For guest Barack's there too. That was so funny. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, like Obama he's got- there too. You know what? He should get called her guest. Michelle Obama is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Her, her fashion at the inauguration was uh, on point. Even we I talked about it. that, and I was like, I stand everything about her. Her Kamala, they all had it on lock. It was so mm-hmm. good. It's Very. true. I mean, even if Dr. Jill Biden wanted to hang out with me, I think I'd prefer that than Joe. <laughs> yeah i mean whoever's the keeper of chance and the dog's name is chance right what's the champ and major champ champ and major yeah like i'm chance (laughs) yeah i know but i know that's how i got confused i was like wait a minute like i'm getting this wrong um whoever gets to hang out with champ and major like then i'm golden yeah they look like good dogs 
first mm-hmm. dog the first dog movie. first dog yeah uh i mean he's a rescue in the white house it's a big deal mm-hmm. it's a big deal this is a big it's deal horrible. adopt don't shop everyone adopt don't shop we will tell that. <laughs> big proponents <laughs> i don't have a pet so <laughs> your kids are terrified of dogs yeah Oh. But you're gonna say your kids are your pets. <laughs> That's usually what I say on my. I'm a teacher, and my students are always like, "Do you have a pet, Mr. Liar?" I'm like, "No, I got two kids." Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, you you were talking about like this movie basically being like rich people have problems too, and I started thinking like, what was Duncan's problem or what was his issue? His issue is that he likes magic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah, it seems like he gets like maybe bullied at school for liking magic, but beyond that, we really didn't learn a whole lot about he needs it. better friends to be honest yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Friends true suck. friends do big suck. time if, if you like magic ooh, you've got your life is hard yeah <laughs> sorry i just i couldn't stop thinking about that i was like poor people have problems too champ middle class people have problems too yeah so yeah yeah maybe i do drop this movie down to a five <laughs> Yeah, I feel like I gave it my rating and then I'm like, actually, this was bad. This yeah, was and I bad. hated this. <laughs> it's like when you're watching it, you're like, yeah, like this is like, this is fine. Like, this is good. It's like, okay. I'm enjoying this. And then like, as you're talking about it, you're like, wait a minute. Yeah. Wait a minute. I didn't, I didn't quite like this. And this is kind of, mm-hmm. kind of silly. Um, Not that <laughs> yeah. bad. I'm sticking with five. Not that bad. Yeah. It's not that bad. And, you know, the theme song, it gives the it like 4.8. Oh, we know that bumps it up to a 5.25. 5.25. Yeah. Tracy is wonderful. Yeah. Tracy is wonderful. We're doing an MVP. Tracy's the MVP. Sassy and hungry. Yes. <laughs> Sarah, do you agree with that MVP choice? Oh, goodness. I guess so. I guess that that's our only <laughs> option. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Like, she like straight up was so bold enough to go to this fancy party in her pajamas and her robe. So yes, and steal someone's dinner. The president's oh, dinner. The president's dinner. Very bold. So I guess that is the MVP. There's okay. no, nobody mm-hmm. else I can think of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, LVP is between like the guy who was trying to force himself on a girl, the mm-hmm. other guy who was trying to force himself on a girl, uh-huh. or the campaign manager who was like, don't get worried about your daughter right now. Yeah. Yeah. No fundraiser. Yeah. I think it's the guy with the motorcycle for me. It's mm-hmm. the worst one. You'll leave when I tell you. You can. Yeah. Oh, don't touch wait, women so- when they don't want to be touched, dude. No. Like, did that's... they did they steal the motorcycle at the end, she or like did they push it off and pushed it, it down? Yeah. Okay. yeah, she pushed it down and it crashed. And, and then they went off in the moped, the pizza delivery guy's the moped, the Duncan stole. Right. Yeah. The stolen moped. Oh god, yeah. a lot of stealing in this. Yeah, lots of stealing. stealing cars. Yeah, lock your car, folks. Was it supposed to be funny that he stole a pizza delivery? I think so. Yes, but this Grand Theft Auto. That's not funny. <laughs> I think this is a comedy of errors, I guess, is what this mm-hmm. movie would be considered. Yeah, I guess so. But the, they forgot the comedy part. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of errors. Yes. <laughs> Two stolen cars doesn't make it right. That's yeah. what I always say. There you go. It's a good motto. Uh, uh, okay. <laughs> well. All right. So I guess that's it for this movie. Yeah. We're talking about it. Where can people find you guys online, your show, all that? We we always like to be like who goes first. So I uh, <laughs> we're, we're just very like, you can go. it's fine. Okay, okay. 
Okay. So, um, once again, we are shit 90 shows taught me and you can find us at Twitter or Instagram at shit nineties pod. Um, and we release boy meets world every Thursday and Dawson's Creek every Monday. And we sprinkle in some bonus content in between. So, um, for this month, we're doing, you've got mail for a mm-hmm. rom-com feb um Amazing. so yeah we're really excited to cover you've got mail and i think we're also doing clueless later in the month as well Classic. so yeah. yeah so just some like we do mostly 90s stuff um and you can yeah just follow us on twitter and instagram jess how about you yeah, that's mostly everything. I have one other podcast that I'm on uh, called Community Building. It is over on the Post Show Recaps Network where we are watching and recapping the show Community. We just started, so we just did the pilot. So give oh, that wow. We talk about an episode of Community Me on um, our episode of our Time Loop Day, which is Chance's um, holiday that he celebrates. Not made up. It's Thank real. You. Thank you. Um, but it's about episodes of shows that are Time Loop episodes. And we talked about uh, Remedial, oh, Remedial Chaos, Chaos Theory. Theory. Yes. One of the best episodes. Wonderful. Uh, I don't. So I'm actually very much a Sean in my life. That like I don't really have a family. Like all my friends are my family, Mm -hmm. and they all have their lives together, and I'm still single and trying to figure it out. So I'm very much the Sean. So I don't like have a place to go most Thanksgivings. So I've made up a holiday. I didn't make it up. It's not made up. It's not made up. It's It's real. The real one. It's a real, real real holiday that I celebrate. Mm But yeah, we would, we had like such a great time with you guys. This was a blast. This movie is really something. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Thank you for having us on. This was so much fun. Um, We want to have you guys on again. I know that you guys talk about, uh, tabletop like rpgs sometimes on uh, your twitter and cameron made up a boy meets world one so we really oh wanna... yes i've done D stuff sarah has not done much with the rpg stuff but i've oh. done D. Okay. i <laughs> want to though like i really want to you, but you'd i would be good at it yeah i just feel so out of the loop like jessica was trying to explain D to me the other day and i was like but who won she's like <laughs> well, we lived so we all won we all win Yes. Yeah. So we'll we'll have to have you guys on to play Cameron's. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, uh, that would be fun. Turners and Feenies. Yeah, Turners really and Feenies. Like, <laughs> um, yes. So want to also give a quick thank you to Dizzy Parker for our theme song that we use. Um, it'll still be on this one. Yeah. Even though it's light on the Boy Meets World content, <laughs> um, you can check out the link to the video that that song is from in the description of the episode and see all those other work from there mm-hmm. um also in the last week we started an instagram yes that's true um, Ooh, so just like lovely. our twitter you can check it out at bg world fever i'm trying to post regular things there i think they're very funny maybe <laughs> other people do too but i'm having fun. yeah you're ha- we're having fun that's all that matters <laughs> yeah and then yeah you can find us everywhere at bg world fever all right Yay. Thank you so much, guys. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Thank you. It was great talking to both of you. You guys were awesome. We definitely want to have you on again. Yeah. And, you know, we'll have to figure out what Disney Channel, World of Disney, you'll maybe Susie Q. I've never seen it before. I don't know what this is. We would gladly come on your guys' show for Susie Q. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime. Awesome. All right. Well, from all of us here at Boomings from Fever, so long, world. So long, world. When the storm